Hi, welcome to GBS. I'm Geraldine. And I'm Rob. And this is our podcast where we talk about gay books. And if they're not gay. We'll make them gay. And you know, sometimes, even though this podcast is supposed to be about gay people and gay things, we do have some guests that aren't always gay. But I don't know. Should we have a guest today? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, this book that we're reading is pretty insane. <gasps> oh my God, girl. How long have you been down there? Two years. <laughs> She's been incubating. Oh my God. She hatched. Hi, my name's Lauren. Um, I'm Rob's roommate. Well, today we're going to talk about the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, and Lauren joined <laughs> us because she's one of the only people on this earth that I know that has actually read this book, other than Geraldine and myself. Let me just preface this. I only started reading this book because Rob was telling me about it, and I just had so many opinions on it and was like going off about it, and Rob's like, well... You didn't even read a book. She's like, I hate Lucy Gray. And I was like, but you simply haven't read it yet. No, because this was the book of the summer, though. No, it was. This was the book of the summer. It's true. It's true. It's true. You want to know how gay this book is? How gay is this book? (laughs) She was reading it while we were talking about it. On the Fire Island Ferry. Oh. <laughs> she literally brought this book with her to Fire Island. So, this book has seen it all. A lot of people, I feel like, during this whole quarantine experience, a lot of us, like, sort of clung to, like, nostalgia for comfort. And you, this summer specifically, like, went hard into your Hunger Games Baby, Baby I was retweeting Finnegal Dare fan cams. I was. We reread the whole... We did. The Hunger Games I didn't. No. I chose not to. I feel like I had to, and I actually read it. I did read it before this book came out. Not even because this book was coming out. It just, like I said, it just felt like meant to be that she just knew to drop it. And I think in rereading all the other stories, I thought that it would somehow prove the need for this prequel. But that really poses my first question, which was like, did we need this book? No. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> because <laughs> what is the purpose? And like, I'll love to Suzanne Collins because we all know how I feel about the Hunger Games. And if you Do don't, we? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time we're talking about the Hunger Games. What I will say is, did we need yeah. this? No. Does this hurt the series in no. any way, narratively? No. no. I want to say, like, technically, it expanded the universe because it gives you a lot of how it began. But it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It was like too much detail. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I would have really liked, and obviously we haven't talked much about the plot, just like fun character story. And I think that if this book is anything, it's a character study of one specific person, but with so much fucking exposition, like so much detail. I'm like, I don't even care about how the other things works. But I feel like the only interesting part of the book was like that, like the whole like... Did you like Corey? No, no. <gasps> I can't even say his name right. It's Coriolanus, right? The first yeah. sentence. Yeah, I knew that the book was, like, gonna really fall off because the first sentence is, like, as I was stirring my cabbage soup. That's true. So yeah. I'm like, oh, so this is the direction we're taking it. I thought when she wrote that as the first sentence, I was like, I sat back and I was like, okay, so she's already trying to make, like, a metaphor. Like, I was waiting for cabbage to be, like... A name. And this book, <laughs> what is a name? Is literally what is in a name? You know the list. There are lists. Yes, and the list there's rock. There's we got to know every fucking student at the fucking academy. Everybody, everybody, every single detail. I literally wrote the issue with the names because with the Hunger Games, you already have Peta, who's the bread boy, Katniss, who's the plant. She she panders to the whole like cute name idea. Kids love it. Everyone loves it. But this book, it's like rosters of people's names that you're supposed to remember, but you but can't. There there's no way zero. that I'm going to remember. My brain will never have enough room. There's actually like 80 characters in this book. Demidia Wimsewick, 
Iphigenia Moss. No, but I'm just saying. And then we have like Miss Diana Rings. She's like. It's simple. funny because this is where we're gonna be in ten years. What? In baby names. Yeah, Clemencia oh. Dovecoat. That's Katy Perry's next child. Certainly wasn't lazy because she used no. her brain a lot to think of a lot of things. There is a lot of brain power involved in making this book that does not pay off because no one cares. It's the it. longest book of the whole franchise. I don't too. know why she cares so much. I have a theory that she might have wanted to do like a prequel series or something <gasps> and they gave her one shot. So she said, I'm gonna pack it into one yeah. book because she stayed in one year. Because, okay, on the back it literally reads, Ambition will fuel him, competition will drive him, but power has its price. And we haven't even said it yet, but the book is actually a story that falls from the perspective of Coriolana Snow, president of Pan Am, major antagonist of all the books. So I'm thinking, okay, it's about his rise to power and his, like, his descent into evil. Not but you even. get such a small, sl an <laughs> anecdote of that, and we're supposed to expect that so much happened in this one yeah. year, and despite the fact that a lot did, it's not reasonable. It doesn't make any sense. And, I, and he does not change shit. that much as a person either. In, no, as a he's character. psychotic from page one. You, Did we know his age? Well, the games are from 12 to 18, and him and Lucy Gary are supposed to be around the same age. And wasn't she 17? I thought she was 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, she kind of acted like that sometimes. It's like, this is Romeo and Juliet. It's like, they're straight up 10 and 13. He's like, yeah, I'm a music theater. Hold on, hold on. Does someone want to talk about our introduction to the best character in this book? To Janus? Oh no, oh, he's Lucy, actually. I don't know what you say. No, 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 no. So Jane is, is the best character in this book, but I was being ironic. Oh. So precisely, simply, simply Miss Lucy Gray. Miss Lucy. Miss Lucy Gray Bard. Bard. Oh, no. Needed the last name. So can because we talk... guess what? She's a bard. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Did you say bard? She's a. Oh well, maybe. Oh. <laughs> She's a bard. Oh, sh What's a bard? A bard. What does that mean? <laughs> Is it like a singer? Yes, like in a medieval times, people who would travel How? around. What the fuck? I didn't even know that. Mm. How are we supposed to know that? Wait, are you kidding? No, I'm not Ew. kidding. See, that's what I mean. Sometimes it's just, Miss Suzanne is a little bit too obvious. You did not think, you couldn't figure that out. No, that's but. too obvious. I mean, I didn't know the definition, but now that I do, I'm like, okay, so you named her Lucy Gray Singer? You know what I'm trying to say? That's what I'm trying to say. I didn't know it. I mean, she could have named her Lucy Gray Singer. She literally could have. <laughs> yeah, That's not beyond her. She's not past that at all. Why was Lucy Gray created the way that she was for this book? When I heard this book was coming out, and I heard it was about Cordelanus, I was like, oh, he's got to be gay. There's some that gay was my anger yes. like seething under him throughout the whole of the Hunger Games trilogy. And then you find out there's this girl. And you're like, oh. Eye roll. Such Come an on. eye roll. Such and then you find roll. out she's Lucy Gray. <laughs> now. <laughs> and that's a whole other thing that we have to go and through. Like, so, <laughs> I know, like, people get angry, like, when, and I, honestly, I'm just not, I don't even want to say this woman's name on this podcast. She's not allowed. So it's she who will not be named, who wrote the book series about he oh, will Ms. not girl. be named. Yeah, we all know Miss Girl. If you know Miss Girl, you know Miss Girl. How people will just come out and say, oh, this character was gay the whole time. Yeah, sure and they will not. pander. And you can tell when authors are trying to be like, oh, I'm just going to jump on this trend of, of queer baiting. But to be honest, <laughs> this was her opportunity to make a gay character and she missed the boat. Even though we're supposed to be angry if all of a sudden Coriolina Snow is gay, I'm like, but as a gay person? I would have rather this been a trashy gay novel. Yeah. It would have been so much better. Lucy Gray is some sort of like, amalgamation of like what's supposed to be the opposite of Katniss she's mm. not supposed to be hard in any way she's not supposed to be like this headstrong like perfect female characters she's not that but we're supposed to like fall in love with her and I just don't know why I <laughs> went into this getting ready to hate Lucy Gray because from everything that I heard about her 
I was like, oh, she's just going to be a Mary Sue. She's just going to be a manic pixie. Can you explain Mary Sue Ooh. for the audience? So, me. Oh. <laughs> so a Mary Sue is basically uh, a character who has no faults in a way that's, like, annoying. I feel like... Oh, that's very annoying. Yeah. One of the best things about Kat is that she's so flawed. She has insane ethical dilemmas. And I'm only comparing them because it's literally, like, you have to, like, compare them, I feel like. Because she wrote Believe three... woman. She wrote three... <laughs> hashtag let her speak. Um, she wrote three books about Katniss, really went through some really hard things as a teenager. Now you have Lucy... Who, who went through hard like, things, too. I feel like Lucy went through the yeah. lot. Like, of course, I'm the <laughs> on the podcast putting together. It's like, mm, who do I stand more, Lucy or Katniss? I'm sorry, Lucy's flop. But what I will say is, if she's a Ma- if you're saying Mary Sue, I'm saying Mary Sue. Oh, I'm not, because my thoughts you changed just, on her. Okay. Because, can we just talk about the reaping? This is where it happened, so we had to talk about yeah, it. So this scene sort of... Automatically, I was like, oh, so she is a Manic Pixie Dream Girl. <laughs> she would be president of the Blue Hair Mafia because the she... The GSA. Oh, she's the GSA. in the GSA. She invented... She is the A in GSA. GSA. <laughs> what is GSA? This literally is the GSA right here. Did you not have the... I still don't know what it is. The, great, the Gay Street Alliance. The reason that Katniss and Lucy are even more parallel is that um, she is from District 12 and Coriolanus gets assigned in this story. He wants to go to college. And in order to get into this academy in the capital where he's from, it's sort of like, okay, we're going to do this thing where all the kids who want to go to college are going to mentor. Sort of like, imagine like an internship, kind of. I don't gonna... want to imagine internship. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets assigned District 12 and he's like, fuck, that, that's like the flop district. And then he's watching the reaping on TV. The girlie shows up. She's in this full-on semi-cupcake, rainbow, maybe a little holographic okay, vibe. I don't know where the hell she got it. Do you have a description? She stood upright in a dress made of a rainbow ruffles. Made... Yeah. <laughs> so can you read? <laughs> <laughs> or... <laughs> And it says raggedy but once fancy. Her dark curly hair was pulled up and woven in with limp wildflowers. Why did her I picture colorful... her with straight up blue and pink streaks in her hair? That's straight up <laughs> how I pictured her. Her ensemble droody eye as to a tapered butterfly in a field of moths. Whoa. And the dip of her hand into the ruffles at her hip. The wriggle of bright green transported from her pocket. And deposited down the collar of a smirking redhead flower. And now for listeners, does anyone know what the fuck that means? Because I, when I read that, I was like, and she did a what? Snake. No, <laughs> it a took snake. me like five days. I was yeah. like, I reread that three times and was like, maybe it'll become clear later. And it probably does like a couple paragraphs. No, right here. I saw a snake. <laughs> three lines later. She gets reaped and she makes her way onto the stage right after throwing a little snake down this girl's dress. So we already know she has a little bit of a fight in her. And it's like obviously foreshadowing. The and book is called like Songbirds and Snakes. Yeah, she everyone in the capital draws a breath. You can hear a pin drop. It was like, oh my god, this who is this girl? Jeffrey 12 was like the last reaping of the day. Yeah. Is this is the grand finale? And this girl shows up on stage and she's just like, I'm here. This is my moment. There's a thin line for me between camp. And, like, garbage. And everyone who can make really campy books, movies, like, there's some people who are really good at it. And to this day, I, like, still can't decide no, I where can't I sit on either end of the line with this book, on either side of the line, because this girl grips, scoops up the mic and just starts singing. She kind of acts like what you would do, I feel like. 
If Rob got raped, he'd be like, uh. You know, it's like, this is my last performance. Like, I mean, it literally is. Like, you, we all know you're going up to, like, die. So she's No, you like, would sing in the arena. Wait, oh, I would. She, she wasn't the one that started singing. A voice began to sing in the crowd. But you know, but she, then, she orchestrated it. Yeah. No well, way. She's like, girl, yes. if I get out there. Yeah. She was like, when I get out there, start singing. Yeah. Because I have, if I have nothing in this life, I have music. The way Coriolanus is sitting here going, yes! Yeah! <laughs> you know, at the inauguration when Gaga was singing and Obama's in the back like, yes! I don't even know if it was Obama, but Twitter said it was Obama, so. Something you realize later is how smart Lucy Gray is. And, like, she saw the opportunity to use this as a performance to make people like her. She essentially, she, I mean, she does start up the whole... Tribute sponsoring. Yeah. I feel like I didn't care that much about what happened in the formation of the Hunger Games, but I like that both Lucy and Coriolanus played a part in sort of developing the tribute sponsoring they kind system. Of, they kind of did the whole thing. Yeah. Everything is traced back to Lucy Gray in the modern Hunger Games. As you said, marketing queen. I said that off camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing you say matters unless that camera is rolling. Lucy Gray revolutionizes the Hunger Games. Oh, so now she's revolutionary. No, because did Wait, you not read the is. book? Did you not read the book, sir? So we find out that it's only, it's the 10th Hunger Games and people are already losing interest. No one cares. It's a chore. So what Lucy Gray does that revolutionizes the Hunger Games for every Hunger Games to come is they make people want to actually watch it. Yep. She's a marketing genius. Without Lucy Gray, there would be no Katniss Everdeen. Simply yeah, no. Honestly. In more ways than one. But also there would be like thousands of less dead children. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. It also <laughs> unfortunately sensationalized the Hunger Games. For... It turned it into entertainment. Yeah. Because like what we know from the games in the other books is that it's like American Idol. Well, when American Idol was big. I feel like I'd rather be an American Idol than, like, <laughs> the Hunger Games. I mean, I'd rather be in the Hunger Games. But, <laughs> but that's, but that's, that's. No, I'm saying I'd rather be in, like, the glorified version than, like, the fucking, like, Col like Roman the Coliseum. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's not even life. the Roman Coliseum. It's just, like, a football season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a while. just, like, an old <laughs> shitty thing that they still have from before the war. They're yeah. like, you know what, we just, no one uses this, so here. Well, this is what I want to say, too, is did you guys enjoy reading this Hunger Games not from perspective of someone that's in the game? The thing is, it's better than reading the last half of the book. Yeah, but that doesn't say much because the <laughs> yeah. last third of the book is, like, really really bad. And I personally am just going to say I just couldn't get into it. Because when you're in the Hunger Games, at least when you're reading the first three books, there's like this whole, yeah, sensational aspect of like you're in it with Katniss and so you're only really seeing what she's seeing. And you know it's sick, but you're caught up in the drama and the romance and the character arc, all of that. But when it's just straight up Coriolanus watching it, you're just getting a play-by-play -play of yeah. kids dying in the most inhumane, awful, disgusting ways. And it's just straight up black and white description of like pages of this girl's head, its axe, this person has rabies. This person gets their thing chopped off. What I was going to say is I actually enjoy reading The Hunger Games. Because you're sick and twisted. I am. Listen. Hold on a second. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's not for everyone, you know. I thought it was good. I mean, I thought it was interesting. I, like, wish that we had, like, a little more of the games. Well, but that couldn't, yeah. that simply couldn't happen because Coriolanus wasn't in the game. No, no, well, he know, was. But, like, oh. At one point he goes into the Literally into the arena because of actually the best character in the book, Sejanus. Sejanus, whose name is literally just Sejanus. I don't know why Sejanus. Thought, like S E J A N U S. It's like she really just thought, "What's a name that isn't a name and is unattractive?" And the readers will have to read eight thousand times throughout this book. And he's gay. 
and he has anus in his name. So I don't know, maybe it was Cam. That was the first thing you said to me. Yeah, There's I, a lot of anus names. Yes, I couldn't get over the name. Like, you could have just named him something like cute, like Mickey, or like <laughs> just something fun because he has such a cute little personality, and his name is like Sejanus. He's kind of like depressed. Like, I don't know. No, because he's so soft. He's kind of like depressed. No, he's so soft. I don't. Know. He's so soft, and he loves his best friends. He's dumb. He loves his. Oh yeah, he's dumb. He's capital D U M right. That's what he thinks. <laughs> Who's your he clearly just like hated him. Exactly. That's the point. Thought that they were, they were best, best friends. friends. We've been saying that Sejanus is I... gay, but he's not <laughs> confirmed gay. Oh no, he's not gay. He just really wants to fuck Coriolanus. Exactly. But no homo. <laughs> That's basically their relationship. But they would cuddle after. Oh, they don't they like cuddle in the book? I think they might. Yeah, why do I feel like it probably it definitely didn't happen, but in my mind, if you told me that they like straight up cuddled in like the barracks of like when they joined the army or whatever (laughs) at the end of the book, I would believe it. Yeah, they joined the peacekeepers, whatever. Why did he enter the games? I don't remember. Coriolanus goes in to save his ass, but Sejanus goes in there because and almost gets killed. And he shows up in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Coriolanus is sitting in his room watching the TV and he sees Sejanus walk in mm-hmm. and then he doesn't know it's Sejanus right away. He gets a phone call from Sejanus' mom. Mother, yeah. Whose name is like Mother. <laughs> she has no name. It's just like Mama, right? Yeah. And of all the uh, people to not give a name. Anyway, yeah, and she's like, please, I don't know where he is. And he's like, I think I know where he is. And he dun, walks dun, dun, in dun. There. Yeah. <laughs> This on television would be so funny. <laughs> and he goes to the games and this is actually what is very significant is that basically let's just say Sejanus is a crybaby and he's a mar- he's sort of a martyr. He's like, I can't stand the game so I'm gonna like basically to make a point, I think, just go in there and show, like... Because his he, tribute was the martyr, too. Like, why can they name Sejanus Marcus? His name is Sejanus Plinth. What the fuck? <laughs> can someone just... That literally sounds like I went to the doctor and he told me I had a Sejanus Plinth. That's literally what ah. it sounds like, okay? A heavy base supporting a statue of his name. So what does that A mean? pedestal. He's a martyr. Oh, shit. Mm. He lifts Coralinus to power. Oh! <gasps> <laughs> Coriolanus murders someone in in the games. That that's just a key moment. He kills someone and everything, and, and he, he likes very, it. He's yeah. like a little scared. He's like, you know what? Should I do it? I think I'm gonna do it. <laughs> it's literally his mind, though. He's like, oh my god, like, am I gonna do this? And then Wait, he's like, really? Boom. Yeah, I thought like, he had more of an internal conflict. First, he's like, I can't, I can't do this. But then he does. He crosses the threshold of it, and that's a part he of his opens descent. That. He opens that. The lock. floodgate. Yeah. The flood, yeah. And then he the levee broke. Like, and, and he... still I rise. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Can I say one thing? I, don't, I, don't, I, don't. I, can't. I can't. Lucy Gray is fully in this arena. And I thought, okay, from what I remember from reading the books is there's only, there, there's never been a winner from District 12 other than Hamish. So I'm like, Lucy's not going to make it. Mm-hmm. That That's was clear to I me. Yes. It's clear to me. So reading the book, did you guys think that she was going to die? I always thought she was going to die. I thought she was going to die too. Just the way that this bitch won the game. Yeah. Like yeah. how the fuck did she swing that? Well, well she we know how she swung it because she cheated. Yeah. And that's how you get to, literally, you and cheat your way to the See, I thought it would have been more interesting if she died, and that's why Coraline is sort of... Catalyst. Yeah. And that's book one. Yes. But she doesn't die, so she had to come up with another way... But does she, in the end, end, she disappears. (gasps) What? (laughs) (laughs) We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. And I think just the the Easter eggs of her in the thing, so we have poison, because he gives her poison kind of she co- she gets compact. the wreck yeah. in the compact so that's number one this is all incriminating evidence too professor gall who has not been brought up yet i don't even want to talk about her because i fucking hate her stupid ass she's like the I game maker like 
Again, second twist. <laughs> second twist. She changed all the elements I didn't like. Lauren's like, I don't know, I was living. That's all she seems to remember. I just like, like, I don't know. She likes evil. She likes evil. They decide they're going to make some mutant snakes like we see it in other games. You know, this is one of the first introductions of it. And they drop these poison snakes into the arena to spice it up. And they're going to go and attack everyone. So they basically wanted the games to wrap up. Yeah. And Lucy Gray all of a sudden just shows out in her big rainbow dress and starts like her song. The snakes like surround her and it creates this big imagery of like her like floating in the... Well, I guess she was like floating. And they were like... Ra- and they created like a, pa- a podium of like snakes like bringing her into the... What? Yes, am I lying? They were wrapping around her, yeah, like wiggling. Yeah, and she like rose from the ground, <laughs> right? And she was like a that. god figure. And she was singing. She was putting on. And a she was singing. And the only reason they did that is because they already had her scent. Because yes. uh, Kraylin has had a piece of something of hers—a ribbon or a sock. Yeah, whatever. Okay, oh, Toby. <laughs> wrong, wrong series. Wrong series. <laughs> Kraylin is just a foot fetishist. I mean, um, I hope mm-hmm. not. Do you think he's a Pisces? Yeah. Or Scorpio. He's definitely a water sign. He's yeah, he's a water sign. Yeah. He's that toxic, sick, and twisted. We we that. skipped over the whole part where they fell in love. I think Lucy Gray was the only thing he let into his fucking stone cold icy snow art. And when she was gone, it was over. Can't even look at a mocking jay. The way they're, these books are connected is, like, almost lame. Yeah. <laughs> it gets lame. It's very obvious. It's like, oh. Lucy Gray wins the games. She goes back to District 12 and Cornelius' ass gets got, and they're like, we know you cheated because we got the, this compact that's literally, like, says, like, snow on it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we know we did, babe. They go to District tw- uh, 12, and this, for me, is where the book just ended. The book ends right here because, honestly, you just said I would have rather Lucy died, and then we see the actions that he takes after these games that could have been I don't know how interesting but probably more interesting than all of this bullshit he gets his ass as well instead a- of like it building up to somewhere it goes oh she won and then and the energy no goes low yeah honestly I think they should have done a time skip from one part to another okay. how far ahead I don't know. I would say a time <laughs> skip two so thirds through a book. I don't like. If that was a thing throughout the book, like this was told in increments of his whole life leading up to the seventy fourth, I would like that. Well, I'd rather that. I much rather that, but that's not what we got. So I'm saying two thirds through. I I don't know if I would have loved just. I think that where they started was important, obviously, but like I just wish there had been a little bit more. I went a little bit further ahead. Like I did not need. The District 12 Peacekeeper moment. No. The thing with me in District 12 is I'm actually okay. Not really okay. You but if just it, said you need No, if I'm going to fix it, though. If it was there for, like, a minute. Like, we yeah. fully started a new book. It was okay. like, now we're going to learn about the Covey, which is, like, her family. Oh, yeah. Then we're going to go into the, um, the, the big shack. And there's music concerts, and there's new characters, and there's a whole drama with her ex-boyfriend, and then he kills, he kills Lucy Gray's ex-boy and his new girl. Boom, bang, out. I feel like Lucy was like, oh, Coriolanus was like a fling. Yeah, she's like, wait, the fuck? <laughs> she's like, Why are you oh. here? <laughs> yeah, she's like, wait, that was like a summer thing. Like, we're moving on. She's like, I fully have a life. And she, at first, she's trying to get him incorporated with the whole thing. And she's like, well, I really can't see you ever because I can't be seen and you can't be seen. So let's do our own thing. And even at the prospect of them running away, she's never fully on board. I know she commits to it, yeah. but the climax of this novel is essentially when they choose to run away. And it's done over the course of, I would say, like, two paragraphs. Not even a page. Not even a page. This girl goes, yeah, we'll run away. And it takes her four sentences. 
should come up with a whole new scheme to escape him and get out. Yeah. That quick. The person that she's in love, because she never was. No. And he has an obsessive personality, and it was just so, so poorly written. It was a huge failure on the author's part, I'm sorry. It was so bad. You, we just read through two, I'm pretty sure the third act's like 200 pages. Yes. And we get finally to the end of it, and I'm looking at the page, and I'm like, there's 12 pages left, and these bitches are running into the field together. What the fuck is going to happen? And, like, nothing happens, but it's so much in no time. I actually kind of like that last bit, though. Really? Was, I mean, what else? Well, we all have our view. I just thought it was like the best thing to happen in the last 20, 200 pages so yeah. I had to appreciate it I just thought it was fun when he snapped he was like oh we're running away and then all of a sudden he's hunting her you know what I mean yeah. I like that switch but that's why I wish it was longer my brain was so perplexed at the idea that the book was ending so soon and that I didn't understand anyone's motivations in that moment no. it's so tightly written yeah. but not well reading between the lines of what's going on is hard because there's like no lines mm. so it's like he's just like I'm running here then I'm doing this I'm like oh wait he's turning on her right He's and she already turned on him but you're like the puzzle she just put together way too quick for my brain like it was not it was not easy to follow at all like the one but, thing that I think that she should have expanded on she didn't hmm. which was that whole yeah thing. she expanded on so much like too. she got tired she definitely got tired right? she sat down she was like I'm gonna finish this book today yeah, yeah, she wrote it. The editor's like, I need it now. She's like, fuck. So, uh, Luz Green disappears, and uh, he just gets back to the Capitol, but what we did skip, him selling out to Janus, was, I think, the most evil thing he's, like, ever yeah. done. No, yeah. In, yeah, like, his right. life. But we'll what see. he did no, you're just playing with his heart. You really didn't have to go there. That was just rude. I don't even have a sound for that. No, that's not even Shane's touch. Remember when I said like eight times that she was sick and twisted? Like, I stand by that. I fully stand by that. Being a dictator and 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 pioneering the Hunger Games is, of course, like the most evil thing There's ever. There's some distance between like your actions. Because you're, that's a Not that it's, too. It, it is reprehensible. Yeah. But not like, excusing it. It's like to play devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he just wanted to. Being a dictator is not that bad. Yeah. But <laughs> what he did to Sejanus? That's next level. There is no excuse for that. I'm sorry. Because was that was like his, his brother. brother. Literally his brother. Sejanus is like, my brother, my brother. Like he's like this They're little British? boy. In your head? Yes. You're British? No, I'm oh, so Janus is British. Lucy so I crossed it. Do you not know this is, this is a British book? Hello. Like, um, yeah, but what he did, what he do again? <laughs> so much. Oh, why did he die? Yeah, and his last words were "mother." That's really sad. And Coriolanus was like, "What?" It was actually the saddest death in the. Book. No, it was actually really sad. I feel like I almost kind of teared up. Cause that boy does nothing. He really was just like a martyr. But a like, martyr for basically no cause. Yeah. Because he didn't yeah, fix, nothing got fixed. I, I don't see him in anything about Snow in the later series either. Yeah. There's no impact of Sejanus in his character. No, that that's we why see. he sold him out. Yeah. No big deal. Because, know. and the reason it's just so sick is because he got close to the family yeah. and yes. the mother sent him boxes okay. of good, of cupcakes and was like, they protect were eating my good. son. We love you because Sejanus had money and people took pity on Coriolanus. And I think that's where a lot of the most evil people are born out of is obviously the need for power. And he was like, I will not be on the fucking bottom. She's like, having killed a person, it changed me. He's like, yeah, killing three people was so hard. And she's I like, what? It. And this girl, like you said, is not that she's smarter than you think, but she's smart. Yeah. Because she's like, oh, okay, word. And she's like, let's just go over to the shack. You go in, I'm going to take a walk to go get some food or something, and Miss Girl doesn't come back. 
and it's raining and remember when I was talking about good breakup scenes? Yes. This is like another <laughs> example of not a well-written breakup scene, but all sort the pieces were one. there. I think in film this would play out well. Yeah, it would play out so much better because you could really see, again, Lucy was just so, she, at least the way she was being written, it was like so dry. She's like, oh, okay, we're, okay. And I'm like, does she, it's just not descriptive but enough. Did she like set traps? She simply did, yeah. Just a snake in a, inside of her scarf, but... Yeah, I think she makes a good uh, point of proving that, like, quarreliness is evil in all senses of the word. Like, she doesn't give you any room to think otherwise. And if you do, she slaps you with something I else. I think in the beginning, yeah. you kind of have, like, this sort of thing where it's, like, kind of, like, sympathizing. Oh, I like him. A little bit. I like him as a character. But then, like, as it goes on and on, you're like, oh, wait, I do hate this man. And yeah. now it's for good reason. Well, I like reading about villains, and I just think that, like, as we're discussing it now, I'm like, oh, yeah, there was all this evidence of, like, of him. And it's interesting, but it wasn't fun to read. Are you looking for a second book? No, no. I'm not looking for a second book. I would, like, I came up with this idea of, like, tribute stories, like, oh, little novellas. Funny. And I know, come on. It would That's be so... a money grab, though, I feel like. Period. I mean, she was will not be... Not yeah, like, Honestly, what was this? I thought, I thought that this book was a money grab but after i read it i was like it's a little too much effort right right? it's like she cared so much about this topic that she wrote this stupid and unrelated of a book that like no one even read if this was a money grab i feel like it would not be this at all no no i haven't read any of her other books that are in hunger games who has no she has she has she has she has so like i don't know what she's even capable of writing you know what i mean like i don't know if she were to do something that's not hunger games all of a sudden I don't think it would work. It's just the way this, these books are written, because it does remind me, obviously, of the writing style of the other ones. Yeah. Duh, it's the same author, but much worse. She was asleep. I'm sorry. She wanted to go to sleep at the end of this book. So I'm talking to Lauren every day about this book. I'm like, you need, you Before need. Before I read it. I would it. FaceTime her and say, please, I'm gagging and someone should read this. And I'm like, Lucy Gray is this girl. She's really fun. Everything about her. And Lauren is just, she gets struck with the idea. Lucy Gray <laughs> is Effie Trinket. <laughs> There's a lot of reasons why I don't understand how that makes any it, sense. There's a lot of reasons why this does not make sense. Honestly, I know it's not true, but I did, I did think it before reading the book, like just for like a gag, like just whatever. Like yeah. obviously it's not true, but just because she's like so like crazy and like campy and run and runs away and disappears. But Effie is like a different how do character. You know? Yeah, Effie's totally different. Effie has her <laughs> own can of worms. That she's she's also a really interesting character. And I feel like people overlook in the series. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But they're totally different. Like their person, like just their cores are very different. Like how they would react things. Sure. Sometimes you know Effie's core. <laughs> it's like the core of her one dragon string heart. Sorry. <laughs> dragon heart string. Um, simply. But yeah, also their ages theory. don't match up. Yeah, I simply. That <laughs> was my like theory when I didn't read the book. And it was never really good. And now reading the book, it's so obvious that Lucy Gray just is Katniss. But yeah. The period of sentence. Lucy Gray is Katniss's mom. That's why her mom's depressed the whole... No, it's not. But I think Descended. I definitely think the dad is Descended. And when you read it, the dark features, Lucy Gray, and it's like, they always say Katniss has like the olive skin and the dark, uh, green eyes, and the dad would take her to the lake. So that's a whole fan theory that I actually makes sense. But no offense to your amazing theory, because like I mean you never know. There's a sequel there's a sequel. I think I should write the sequel. Okay. And I'll make Lucy Gray well, into Effie Shrink. I think <laughs> what are we thinking? Timothy Chalamet, bleached hair, or Tom Holland? Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> Those are the only two actors in Hollywood right now who are gonna do anything. So, or um, I mean, what is that kid from a teacher plays him? Nick Robinson. Yeah, but I don't see it. I just think it needs to go to Timothy. Yeah, I, I feel like Timothy could eat it. He yeah, would he eat it that. really. He just. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Simply me. I'm the cast I mean, it's not hard to play like you have a crush, a homoerotic crush know. on Timothy Chalamet. What is so. like, just ask Army? Oh, what is the don't ask Army. <laughs> ask Army while you still can <laughs> before that boy is behind bars for what life. What is the Jane supposed to look like? I don't even remember. I don't know. We who don't cares? really get a character. I mean, we do, but who cares? So I don't know. I'm just trying to. What you just went through this whole story about why you love Sejanus, <laughs> and, and now you don't even know who you want to play. I just wanted to just like uh, imagine him how I want to imagine him. But you won't share. I imagined him maybe with glasses. Yeah, I didn't. No. What the fuck? And like a skinny I, I, nose. No. And he's like, they definitely describe how he looks in the book. I don't. But know I don't care. Anymore. Like whatever. Yeah, and Zendaya, y'all. Oh yeah, I can see that. Yeah, isn't that like the popular one though? I just I don't think I just don't I feel like she'd have to dumb herself down. I can't explain it. That's true. I can I see can't that. explain I can it. See that. It needs to be the girl with the right amount of charisma. It can't just be some really in- I think some like newcomer. Yeah, would do really well. Girl. Because she so easily borders on so fucking annoying and unlikable. Borders. That well she is, but I like how Jerlene kinda of changed my mind a little bit and made me realize, okay, she may not have like this like flaw that you figure out, but she's smarter than you think. And she has this whole other level to her sure, of like yeah. she knew the whole time how she was manipulating it all. Mm-hmm. Um, which does remind me of Katniss too, because Katniss, even though she never wanted to put on a show, she never wanted to lean into the Capitol stuff, she did know she saw things before they happened and was able to plan for them and was very smart. So I don't know. I don't, I think it has to be someone, it's an X factor you have to have, a Lucy Gray factor, simply. Okay. Okay, so now we're going to end the show with Uh, a song. Yeah. (laughs) So let's, uh, Lauren. I, uh, I, I, uh, Come into the tree. Do you want to harmonize? Absolutely not. <laughs> GBF Gay Ballad Friends. There you go. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram at uh, Gay Book Friends and on Twitter at Gay Book Friends and at Oh My God Rissin, at Quintings and at Geraldine Duglio. I never talked about the gay bar owner. I Let's never really him. got to. I never got to. Because he's I the only, this is called Gay Book Friends and you were supposed to talk about it. Bye. Ha, ha, ha.